First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Dr. Shemaleski is on the line right now from the Falcon Clinic, who's done a lot of research on COVID. Doc, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Bill? Listen, I trust you. Tell me we're way out in left field, and I'll stop and go away. We're out in the cornfield. <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist, but I did spend some time at Holiday Inn. And uh, you guys, uh, in general, <laughs> watching the radio program are way in left field. And uh, that means I'm in good company. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that. All right. Um, listen, um, I think what are your thoughts on the uh, the variant and the potential for further variants based on the number of people who have not gotten vaccinated and schools going back in session and what we're starting to see is an uptick here this summer in the cases. And you know what that means. It's going to mean schools are going to start to require Mass. It happened in Whitesboro. People are up in arms over it. Um, are mass hurting our children? Right. Well, first of all, let me go on record, and I'm sure you know this, uh, that uh, I am totally in favor of vaccination. Yep. The other thing is that uh, I'm totally in favor of masks uh, of various types, but especially those that are the higher quality ones. Yep. Uh, our staff has been vaccinated. Uh, the other thing is that uh, patients that come into our office at the Falcon Clinic are, are required to wear masks. Our employees are required to wear masks on there. So I just want to go on record for that. Uh, having said that, uh, I, uh, I I don't think I'm really too smart in predicting uh, in the summer there that uh, we were probably going to be having another outbreak of the virus as we get into the into the fall and the winter months. Yeah. A lot of people say that. And, um, and I'll tell you why I think that. <clears throat> First of all, I think the idea of having not just the United States, but having the world reach some fictitious level of herd immunity uh, is, uh, is not going to happen. That's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, there are too many difficulties in getting everybody vaccinated. So, for example, I know in the Wall Street Journal a couple of days ago, there were a number of religious and medical groups that uh, they spoke to the president and the administration that we need to get more vaccines out worldwide for people to get them to, you know, yeah. basically combat the virus. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. I'm in favor of that. I think that's a great humanitarian thing. But let's, uh, let's say, for example, if, uh, how are you going to do this? If you were able to fly out 8 billion doses of the vaccine everywhere in the world, have people ready at their stations there, and all of a sudden, in one lockstep, you would have everybody vaccinated, all right? I think you might have something there. But, of course, that's not going to happen. You have transport there. You have temperature problems there, the different, uh, all kinds of things. Improperly measured and given doses, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so it's not going to happen. The other thing is that I don't mean to be political, but practically you have people uh, going through our borders uh, who are either not tested because they uh, they ran away from mm-hmm. the Border Patrol, yep. or even if they were tested, they're released in our community. So there is a, a constant infection going on in our society there. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, that is, I don't know how big it is, but I mean, that is also another source of uh, there being transmission. Sure. The other thing is, uh, I don't know if you know this, that I I was a scientist before I was a physician. I was doing neurophysiology research on a graduate level at Cornell University, so I have some idea of how science works. Uh, 
first of all, science depends on what day or month or paper you're talking about. And at right. the end of any paper, they will tell you that further studies need to be done. Mm-hmm. There's very little in science that is concrete. Science asks questions, and it tries to give you a probability of risk uh, as to and benefit as to what's happening. Um, but probably the best answer you can get when you ask a scientist about something, they'll they'll look at you and they'll go, probably. That's going to be your answer. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest lie that we had uh, even early on uh, was that uh, people were saying that we should follow the science. Okay. Well, follow the science is okay, but scientists including the CDC and the NIH and so forth, they, they were not elected leaders. They're not our commanders, right, you know, right. if you want the military thing. Yep. And yet what we did was we foisted on them uh, a power uh, that was unheard of before, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. We leaders, we have people that we elect, and they make decisions, right or wrong, whatever, okay? But that's where the orders have to come from in our society. Uh, right now, we're having a debate on masks in school, returning, uh, lockdowns, uh, vaccinations, passports, and all this other stuff. I wish that debate was healthy, but from the beginning, it has been a political thing, and it's not based on science. Yeah. I'll give you one example here. Just lately, you know, maybe you reported this, that the CDC is now uh, saying that pregnant women, breastfeeding women, should be getting the vaccine. Yes, yeah, right? I saw that yesterday, yep. Yeah. Now, just to uh, read one statement from the CDC, although pregnant women were not included in studies that led to authorization of COVID vaccine, in other words, there's no data. Wow. The CDC experts say real-world experience of tens of thousands of women shows that the shots are safe for them and that when giving during pregnancy may offer some protection to newborns. Now, how definitive is that? Yeah, very, very much not definitive. May offer some protection. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's not even science. That's just somebody pushing something. Right. 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 Now, as far as the virus, though, the way I look at it, the virus is an alien. It came from somewhere. I don't know, either Wuhan or somebody's basement. I I have no idea. Yep. That needs to be looked into. But to me, a virus borders between uh, a dead thing, or non-living, and a living thing. You can actually take virus, and, and uh, you can dry it, and it becomes a powder, all right? If you reconstitute it in the right environment there, it becomes active and does things. So what is a virus? A virus or any living thing, there are two basic things that it needs to have, survival and reproduction. And I think this alien, this covid has some degree of contact with itself. Now, I'm not talking about words in newspapers. That's silly. Yeah. But just, you know, the trees communicate with each other, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, ecosystems, you know, communicate on different levels. I'm just talking about information transfer. Mm-hmm. So virus, our enemy in the society, and I'm talking the world now, is going to find ways to insinuate itself into our biome. It wants to survive and it wants to spread it i don't think it wants to kill all the world population because if it does that it has no defeat on yeah no. right okay i think it wants i won't call it peaceful but i think it wants coexistence with us so what does it do 
it attacks people, especially the elderly uh, and people with other comorbid conditions early on. And now we've kind of blocked that because, well, we have vaccines and a few other things there. All right, so what does it do? It goes after the next level, which is 20 to 45-year-old. That's what it's doing. Those people, a lot have been vaccinated, at least in our country. And it's going to be going after other populations there throughout the world until it finds an equilibrium on there. And I think what's uh, happening is you're going to see that. It's going to be around with us for a long time. Do you uh, you feel the next step could be uh, really what we're seeing now? is uh, in places like Louisiana where where toddlers and infants are in ICU right now with covid um so it it finds it's going to it's going to progress or mutate to a point where it goes after a a younger population well we're already seeing that and uh, i think that is definitely a possibility I, again um i don't know exactly how many kids are yeah. know, in ICU all that other stuff. I do know that in the last year, uh, during the pandemic, uh, up until I think it was February of this year, there have been uh, uh, tens of thousands of kids who were hospitalized for COVID, but there were about 385 deaths. Mm-hmm. That's all. Right. Now, you know, each death is, you know, if it's your child, is horrible. Mm-hmm. And not that, but if you look in terms of... That's a low number, a very low number. Hundreds of millions of yeah. people who both kids and adults who have been infected, 